Welcome to Pauli Malinaji from Brooklyn to the world. Proudly representing his hometown of Brooklyn, New York. Pauli Malinaji takes you inside the ring and beyond. I'm definitely far from shy. We're going to be ranting about a lot of stuff. Not just about boxing, I'm opinionated on life in general, many sports topics and politics. Pauli doesn't hold back. The two time world champion, Pauli the Magic Man. Holy Malinaji, Peter Card, Brooklyn to the world. We're here yet for another episode as we come closing almost the end of 2015, our our first calendar year. Pete, what, what episode number are we up to, kid? 32. 32? Apparently, we do this every week. And ooh, there was a time when we had doubters that didn't think we would get past two episodes. We now have 32 and counting, thanks to you lovely loyal listeners. That's right. What's going on? Especially in the UK. I brought my asparagus today. Apparently, you know, uh, now we finally have the official confirmation of the fight. I mean, we kind of already already knew we were fighting. As if you guys listen to anybody that n- listens to the podcast kind of knew that we were already kind of on that card. But we got the official announcement this week. I'm on the Anthony Joshua versus Dillian White card at the O2 Arena. Couldn't be more excited. Sold out. Woo! Sold out arena. The Brits know how to support out. their boxing. Yeah. I just wound up on an already sold out show, so I'm uh, more than excited. I got I, hit up on on Twitter yesterday because they started, and and all of you guys out there, we don't intentionally try to keep you guys in the dark by any means, but there's there's a way to go about these things. You can't just start, you know. There's a there's a promotion to it, and and you you know if we think we're ninety percent certain that we're on the card, doesn't mean that we can go and tell everyone that we're on the card. Yeah, you know, because so, the promoters sometimes they get mad if. They want to put the announcement out. They don't want us yeah, to do the announcement. They want to be the cool people and say it first, so it has to but come from them. You guys didn't even we, tell me. Sometimes we're dying. It's so hard to keep a secret sometimes that, that we've thrown you guys a little hint the whole time on the podcast. By the way, we have Junior Union. Junior. Hey, what's up, Junior? At Jai Does It. And uh, what's your Instagram, bro? Because apparently he's no more, one of the... No more Instagram. No more Instagram. No more All right, Instagram. just at Jai Does It on Twitter. Twitter. Just Boom. Twitter. I think his pee-pee gets him in a little trouble. Yeah. So he's not allowed to but have But anyway, Instagram. back to what we were saying... <laughs> uh, so we, as much as we want to keep you guys, sometimes it's such a secret. And I'm, I know when you get those secrets and you just die and tell somebody. And, and I, can't, I can't keep secrets. Yeah, we, we don't. Keep, we don't. We're not very good at keeping secrets here at the bar at Brooklyn to the World. So really anybody hard. that listens to the show, we've kind of uh, given you the hints way before the announcement came out. But the announcement did come out, and uh, now it's official, and the whole world knows. Yeah. Boom. One of one of your fans was hitting me up yesterday and was like, "Man, if I would have known, you know, he's like, I it's been sold out for weeks." Yeah. And I'm like, "Wow, is it really scalp?" Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. Rob, you want to get in somebody? Get in. Just yeah. you know what I mean? You just yeah, no, I, I I totally get it, and I and I feel for those people. But the but you know what it is? The the show sold out in four days anyway. So really, they they just support boxing like crazy in the UK. It's it's something fierce, something fierce. And Anthony Joshua's becoming a megastar out there. He's the main event. But it's also a great card. I mean, you got guys like Kevin Mitchell on the card who I love love listening to him talk and stuff like that. Um, I got uh uh. uh Josh Warrington. Uh, Isn't Luke Campbell on, on the card? I don't know if Luke Campbell. I don't, I don't quote me on Luke Campbell, but I know uh, uh, Uncle you know on Tony Bellu. <laughs> Tony Tony Bellu's on the card uh, from uh, of, of Creed fame. Everybody knows Tony Bellu. Tony Bellu, yeah. Um, we got uh, 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 Chris Eubank Jr. on the card. Wow. Uh, just a, That's a there's, there's so many names on this card that I probably am missing some, that, and it's just off the off the top amazing and of course now I'm on it too so I'm I'm excited a chance to fight for the EBU title Tony Bellu's fight is also for the EBU title at, over at uh, Cruiserweight I believe and I'm gonna be in London and you're gonna be in London Peter Cards making his uh, appearance in London tweet him tweet him folks at Peter Cards it's my partner in crime at Jai Does It will also be a uh, be a JY Does It uh, at JY Does It he'll be there with us he'll be there with us as well tweet my guy tweet my partners in crime. Uh, they will be there. Oh, Nick Lupo 24? Nick Lupo 24. Uh, Nick Lupo 24, who's with not me. with us today, but he'll also be in London. We're invading, guys. We're invading. It's, it's going to be a takeover. You know what's going to be fun next week? It's always, you know, it always sucks to make weight. Like right now, you know what I'm eating at the podcast? I have a plate of asparagus, some diced up avocado, and um, about a cup of lentils. You say, oh, man, that's really healthy, Paulie. You know, like, that's how you make weight. Yeah, the problem is it's so hard to make weight at 35 years old that even this food will put weight on me. And I have to go tonight and go for a jog and lose the weight I put on from this meal. That's what fighters go through. Annoying as it gets. Dedicated. Kevin Mitchell's fighting also. Kevin Mitchell's the man. I love Kevin Mitchell. Mitchell. I don't understand half of the words he says, but I love Kevin Mitchell. We said that already, but Kevin Mitchell was great on the Mets, too. 
Yeah. yeah. We, we already said well, Kevin Mitchell's back fighting, in the day. That's fine. Yeah. He, he was. Good two sport athlete. Yo. Luke Campbell is no, fighting. He's, he's uh, defending his WBC international lightweight title against French champion Yvonne Mendy cool. on the card. Luke Campbell's an Olympic gold medalist. He's Luke, a Luke, good fighter. Is he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, at Bantamweight, yeah. In 2008, I think, yeah. Very Isn't good he old now? Hell no, bro. No. He's two live crew? Luke, Luke from Two Life Crew is definitely old. Yeah, yeah. If Luke from Two Life Crew will not be boxing. Shout out to Uncle Luke. Yeah, Luke from the uh, Two Life Crew. He is twenty eight. Luke Campbell. Yeah, but he was in the OA Olympics. Yeah, I know. He's he's not a spring chicken, but he's a good fighter and he's making his way up. And shout out to Luke Campbell as well. Shout out to just the entire crew. Shout out to Eddie Hearn and Matchroom Boxing. Shout out to Al Heyman and Heyman Boxing for making it happen for me. I'm excited, man. I I am really excited. I hope the Brits uh, will make themselves be heard. Shout uh, out to John Luca Bronco for giving us the opportunity and well, he uh, gets let, getting paid for it. Yeah, so. and we're gonna beat the shit out making the fight happen and, and being very patient mm-hmm. uh, throughout the process and allowing mm-hmm. us to go in there and beat mm-hmm. the shit out of him all over the place. Yeah. That's it's, it's fun. And what's Salvo's Twitter? Uh, he doesn't really go on a Salvo Jab. Salvo Jab or something. Salvo Jab. Salvo Jab. My buddy from Sicily, Salvo, will also be with us, part of the uh, the Malinaji crew. You see the shirts? Yeah, he's already <laughs> making shirts in Sicilian. We're going to be wearing all over the place. It's going to be a, it's going to be a, uh, I, I think it's going to be a memorable trip. You know, it's always a memorable trip when I go to the UK, but I think because this is the fight and, and stuff like that. You know, I'm already I'm, getting tweets about libations after the fight. So this is. As well, be, you should be. Thank you. As well, you should be. I, and, and, and I'm glad you are because the, the folks are ready to celebrate. Ready. They're probably going to be taking libations d- d- during the night. I mean, when I worked. Right. I'm going to have to catch up. When I worked the, uh, the Kel Brook fight at the O2 Arena in May, I, I remember uh, plenty of fans definitely not being cheap on the libations. They were uh, they were they were going heavy on the libations, and I even showed you a video of one of them. Remember, he was saying how I was the man, and he yeah. was slurring his words, letting me know how I was the man. And I secretly recorded him. I wish I, I had that video still. What about when we were in Atlantic City and Lee Purdy? Lee Purdy, yeah, yeah. With he the, had some good fans too. The fat guy that had the the giant British flag. Yeah, yeah. He was so whacked. He was so whacked. He. He came down to ringside seats, which weren't his seats, and was just screaming, Come on, Bernie! <laughs> he lost his voice because he was screaming <laughs> maybe six, five or six fights before. Bernie! Yeah. So yeah, by the time Purdy actually fighting. fought, this guy was done. And and you know, Right. And you watch the fight. The loyal fan. To me. You <laughs> Bro, you watched He didn't the even know what was going on in the fight because Purdy didn't Purdy have one did, moment in the whole fight. He didn't have one second of a round. Yeah. And this guy's like, where are you? Who are you? Who are you? We're you got to like, keep him in the fight, the bro. Fu-? Tommy filmed <laughs> the guy. He <laughs> started filming him. Yeah. Security was like, sir, can you chill out? He's like, what? What? <laughs> like, can I see? Fan. I want a fan like that. Yeah, absolutely. And I was laughing. It was fun. Alyssa yeah. and I was just like, wow. And I was like, babe, this is these are the Brits, man. They have fun with it. Mm-hmm. And then the you know the security guy was doing his job, of course, the fun police. And he was like, can I see a ticket stub? And the guy was like, like three sections behind, so they made him leave. But yeah. but he was like, he really he was there for a while. If he was a little more quiet, he would he had it, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he was there. But that was the whole point of why he was him. Because he wasn't quiet at all, actually. Fact. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a is fact. right. But anyway, so we're excited about being on that card. Hey, can we watch that card? Um, here right in now the US? there's no American deal. Hopefully, Probably it'll be online. wind up on AWE or something like that. Maybe online. Uh, maybe online, but uh, hopefully, at least wind up on AWE, which is usually the the channel here in the U.S. that picks up the British cards. But we'll see. You know, a lot of times Eddie Hearn makes uh, the deals fight week, so I, I have my fingers crossed that something could be worked out. Just a good stacked card, top to bottom. I think there's a lot of excitement excitement about this card, and there's a reason it sold out so fast. I mean. Uh, Man, I wish I wish more fans were like the Brits, man. I mean, cause they, they they sell out everything, and you're gonna see they show up for the undercard, they yeah. show up the whole card. They don't they don't show up just for the main event like the cheesy Vegas high rollers. Right, right, right. They course. show up for the Vegas fights. You know, they, these guys show up and pack the house very early. And I've been to plenty of uh, UK cards enough to know that already. I remember yeah. when we fought in Manchester. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, but also just just all the other cards that I've worked too. So uh, so I'm really excited. I'm excited about it, and uh, I look forward to trying to get that European t- championship which I've wanted it's been one of my goals so uh, shout out to everybody out there man and we look forward to it next week um, now what else Junior's in the studio like we said Junior is my 
168-pound prospect, 7-0, 6 knockouts. He signed with Rock Nation. He was actually uh, he was supposed to fight this Saturday. Yeah, we're gonna let you take this one, Pete. Explain to the people what happened. We're gonna let Junior. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna let Junior explain. We were supposed to fight in was it Claridge, right in AC? Yeah. What happened? What's AC? Can you explain to people what AC is? Atlantic City. The Atlantic City Casino in Atlantic City, New Jersey, and. You know, we were gonna go and and take care of business and and then make it back in time for right chocolate and uh, Jacobs and, right. And what which I'm working by the way this weekend. Unfo- right. Unfortunately, I have a cyst on my tailbone that had to be removed, aka so his his goal. butthole. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, as they would say, how's your keister, mate? It's it's getting it's better. Up. It's getting better. It's yeah. holding up. I've had bad days. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure you. My, my thing is, how are you going to sit on the airplane for six hours? Right. Going to England. An inflatable toilet seat. That what you're going to do? Yeah. Yeah. I have to well, find one of those. Maybe. It uh, seems like you got a problem for that yeah. trip. No? Like you're sitting right now. Does it hurt? Yeah. It does? Yeah. you got to stand up every a little bit. Maybe, you You know, like sometimes you get the people on the plane, they get up and stretch. That's me. And they do like push-ups and I, shit, too. I don't do the fuck. I'm, I'm I, don't drink, do I might drink a bottle of Zequil before I get yeah. on the plane, yeah. Yeah, you gotta wake up with a sore ass if you if you drink a bottle of Zequil and don't move the whole trip. When you wake up, your ass is gonna hurt. No, <laughs> 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 Bruno. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that one as it is. I don't think we need to add to that one. Ouch! I just I can't stop staring at the the Nacho Libre mask in the corner. <laughs> it's killing me. Nacho Libre. Oh man! I want to win. It's the official mask right there. <laughs> it is. It came with the DVD. That's that mask. Sick. Yeah. I want to take that with me to England and wear in the ring thank you Seth thanks That's for saying something <laughs> go ahead please speak <laughs> what's your problem oh, it's a, oh, Seth is here by the way yeah, Seth. Oh, hey, they, Seth's here Seth's here hey everybody hey good to see you Seth. 47 <laughs> degrees out I'm up in the chopper Honestly, <laughs> honestly, the sun came out today at least. Fucking speaking yeah. of 47 degrees. I, the last two days were miserable out here. You can borrow that mask. That's Taz. It's Taz's yeah? mask. Yeah. He'll let, it, he'll let it to you. I might use it in the ring, bro. I'm not kidding. You look like a fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think so? You look like a fucking retard. Like a wanker. Oh, wanker. Well, I came in the ring with a mask last time I fought in the UK. You also had a, a haircut. In yeah, well, now I, I, it was my just hair a bad situation. <laughs> yeah, my hair short enough where I won't need a haircut this time. But <laughs> you look like a bad Halloween. He can give you a shave like mid-fight or something. Just oh. get a different look. I'm going. getting a shave tomorrow. Oh. Touch up. Yeah, I gotta get a haircut today, man. Are you? I'm woofing. You woofing? I'm going. I'm going to Shine. You see my people at Shine Barbershop, mm-hmm. 13th Ave. You going to tomorrow? Shine? Yeah. Oh, yeah. My bill. Shout out to Ricky, my barber Ricky. Yeah. Since I'm 13, yeah. had surgery. So yeah, he's boom. um. What happened to him? Uh, he had this procedure, and then it, like he had to go back for another surgery. So he, he's it's very right. mysterious. You know, you, really know what, you know what I feel like today. <laughs> I'll be honest. You know what I feel like today. I feel like it's Pete that's making weight. He's talking like he like he woke up five minutes ago. He's got like no energy at all. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. talk about Ricky, and he's, he's just he's had a What the fuck is going on with you today? I'm on quail. What, what, what happened? Bro? <laughs> <laughs> what, what they do to you? It's the work, first bro. fifteen minutes. Finish, finish that beer. I was really working hard today. Were you? <laughs> no, no. Oh, well, <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't gotten to take naps as much. We hired some is that what it is? Yeah, we hired some new. Because you sound like you just you just woke up from yeah, a nap. Bro. I took an espresso. I'm trying. It's probably sleep apnea. You probably have. I don't so. do any. I'm drugs. the one making weight. I'm usually the less energetic. You know what I did? I drank a Manhattan Special. If anybody doesn't know what a Manhattan Special is, it's one of those coffee, coffee uh, soda. espresso uh, sodas that we sell only in New York. You won't even find them in other cities in the U.S. Only it's in New York. And it's, and it's like oh, I had that. Yeah, blasted with caffeine. So I'm good. It's made in I, Brooklyn. I, I may feel down in another hour, but I'm good right now because it's I just had the yeah. Manhattan Special. You're hyper. Don't say the name again unless they sponsor. Yeah, definitely. I'm not saying the name again. But Pete, on the other hand, I don't know, bro. He sounds like he is on Quaaludes, bro. Are you on Quaaludes? Like like Leo DiCaprio was? No. If I was a drug in user, I could Street? definitely use a bump of coke right now. I'd probably be like, yeah. <laughs> We don't condone that kind of stuff, though. No. We're on Brooklynville World. Absolutely not. No. Stay yeah. away from drugs. Get high on life. Yeah. Exactly. I, I get high on alcohol. That's legal, yeah. at least. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's my to, route. Way to go, Thank role you. model. I know this is not usually like a political show, but it's becoming like a political show in the, in recent yeah, weeks for man. some reason because of this crazy a shit, lot of going, on shit going on in the world. A lot of shit going on in the world, yeah. 
So last night, what do we have? Another crazy shooter. Couple. Zambron. Husband couple? and wife. A couple. Oh, I thought you said a, a couple. A, like yeah. We had another shooter. I'll accept. What, what was going on? No, it was a husband and wife. Yeah, it was yeah. a husband and wife yeah. uh, tag team attack in San Bernardino, California. Yeah, so 14 people. I'm watch- I had to actually change CNN because they were so stupid. So I, I had CNN on at first. And they're, um, they're covering the story. And I know at first you don't have a lot of information. You just have a guy named Saeed Farouk and, you know... You don't want to jump off the wagon and say right away it's a terrorist act and whatnot. So if you don't want to speculate based on names, I understand. Okay, so you don't want to speculate based on the name sounds Muslim. Understandable, you know, that would be jumping the gun. But then you start to hear like, oh, we don't know it's terrorists or if it's just a wacko. Like, you know, because in the U.S. we do unfortunately raise these wackos for some reason that just shoot up college campuses and shit. Most of them are white, yeah. usually. Yeah, <laughs> most of them are white, unfortunately, too. So, so you know, it's not like it's out of the question that he ha- it had to be a terrorist plot. So I understand you couldn't judge it based on the name. But then it talks about, you know, what uh, they had uh, uh, an argument at a work party and he came back and shot the place up. But then you realize what he came with. <laughs> The guy had an arsenal, AK-47s, uh, two handguns, and these fake pipe bombs, pipe bombs that he was keeping the cops busy with by threatening them, and then they couldn't get near him. You know, he, had, he was throwing these fake pipe bombs outside of his car during the getaway. Buddy, I mean, I know at CNN, maybe they're not geniuses, and maybe a lot of the American public, I'm starting to notice, is not very genius, but at what point do you put the common sense together? And, you know, if I get into an argument at work, say, say I'm not... The playing with a full deck of cards, and I want to come back to the work party and shoot it up. I probably go home and get my handgun if I have a handgun at home. If you have a trusty arsenal waiting for you with pipe bombs and all, did you hear what he had at the house? The odds are the well, the, I, I, you can't say at the house because maybe at the moment they hadn't gone through his house right. yet. But what I'm talking about right. the information yes, they had readily night. available. Got it. But the information they had readily available, he came back with pipe bombs and and <laughs> machine guns and all. Guys, I mean. You know, usually a work a work argument comes in the past. Like, I don't know, like in the 80s, you know, guys used to get into an argument. The guy used to go home, get his handgun, and shoot the guy. Oh, man, that was crazy over an argument. No, no, this guy went home and got his arsenal and had his wife ready to shoot up, too. So already you kind of forget the, the name, forget everything else. I mean, you kind of already start to see that this was probably premeditated and you could probably angle it towards a terrorist act. Cut the fucking politically correct bullshit. I'm sick of it. I'm fucking sick of it. But who, what kind of company was this? They hired, like, fucking John Rambo? I don't know. <laughs> I, no, you know what it was? It was the people Anthony hates. My manager used to own a pizzeria on Murray Street, and a lot of you guys might be familiar with it. It was like a big box in pizzeria. Um, and these guys used to always break his balls. The, the, he was part of the, 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 the city, the city workers, the guys that, that uh, the come into your restaurant. Yeah, health, health inspector. They come into your restaurant and they shut you down over like a crumb on the, on the, on wow. the counter. And shit. He was one of those people. So like, you know, figure totally normal. And then he's not totally normal at all, actually. You know, so I was kind of aggravated. Then they had, the best part was, then they had like these guests on. And this is at, at this point, I changed the channel. They had these guests on, and they're, they're for, like, former cops, former sergeants and shit. One guy from L.A., one guy was from New York, and they're, like, talking to them. And talking about how we have to have stricter gun laws, and stricter gun laws. And the L.A. guy was saying how you have to have stricter gun laws for such and such reason. And then it was, like, some random guy who was saying that stricter gun laws maybe aren't, aren't always the case, and they were, like, burying them because, you know— Apparently in America, they think stricter gun laws are gonna fix this for some reason. Then the guy in New York, I don't know where he, I don't know where he, maybe he was a sergeant in 1885 in New York. I don't know where the fuck this guy came from. I wish I knew his name so I could call him an outright retard on the show. But this guy comes out and goes, now the problem is, when I was a sergeant in New York, we arrested guys for guns all the time, but then they just got out. They didn't get any jail time. I'm like, Bro, when the fuck were you a, a, a sergeant in New York? In 1970? Bro, I mean, bro, Plaxico Burns on the Giants. He had no prior criminal record. He shot himself and got three years. Three you years. are getting jail time if you get caught with a gun in New York. That's Don't a fucking law. tell us on national television, make people stupider by bringing a stupid-ass guest like this on your show and telling us... That they don't get jail time for having guns, and that's the problem. Get the fuck out of here. Get these assholes out of here. Like, at least if you're going to have people on your show, put intelligent people on. So at that point, what do I do? I take my remote control, and I change it to Fox News because I had enough of the bullshit. 
I change the Fox News and I get not, the rest of the news from there. It's not that they're not intelligent. No, they, they are. They aren't that intelligent. No, they for a guy to say that, stupid. Yeah, no, you know we, what I mean. No, no. The, the problem is the majority of the public is stupid. Right. They, because they listen to this and they believe they it. They believe it. The, the problem is because here's my issue with stricter gun laws. Okay, and I'm gonna take. I know I'm in the minority here when it comes to the U.S., but I think. The minority are the intelligent people in the U.S., unfortunately. And the majority are the fucking idiots. Which is why we hired a fucking retard president. And he's been gotten, been in there for two fucking, two, uh, two, uh, what are they called? Terms. Two terms. Because the majority of you voted him in. You know? So here's the fucking issue here. Here's the issue I have. Stricter gun laws are a problem. Because the people that are committing these crimes aren't worried about jail time. Stricter gun laws only count... If you get jail time afterwards, so maybe instead of getting 10 years, you get a life sentence of getting caught with a gun. Except that anybody doing these crimes is not intending to live past that day. So they could care less about your stricter gun laws, you stupid pricks. All you're doing is hurting the people that want to arm themselves to protect themselves. Because now somebody wants to arm themselves to protect themselves, and all of a sudden, they're going to get... Be, be criticized be, have to deal with stricter gun laws if they get caught with a gun and all they want to do is protect themselves I believe people should be able to arm themselves the right to bear arms is part of the constitution of the United States maybe it becomes the wild wild west but you know what you already have the wild wild west now and there's nobody that can help themselves right. now, if somebody starts shooting like crazy nobody can do anything bro if these guys know everybody's armed out there I understand it's a, it's, a, it's a different kind of risk you're taking now if you arm more people. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. A terrorist cannot just go out there and start shooting everybody if he knows everybody out there is armed. Because it's going to be him with his AK against everybody out there with their own handgun. No matter, even if he can shoot more people, there's more people out there that are shooting back at him. You know what I'm saying? It's like the way, it's like when we used to always make the joke about back in the day when the I mean this still shit, shit still happens with like the crazy white guy that would shoot the, shoot up the school back in the day or even now you know Movie it's always like the random weirdo that shoots up the school this isn't a terrorist act it, I mean it's a different kind of terror I guess and you always say man that shit never happens in the hood why doesn't that happen in the hood because in the hood he wouldn't be the only one with a handgun the guys would drop desks on the floor hide behind their desk and start shooting back you know what I mean Facts. it's the same kind of thing these things would happen a lot less. If people were allowed to arm themselves and start shooting back. And I know it sounds crazy, but what else are you going to do? Look what's going on in the world. You go to Look work. Look what's going on. You go to work and you end up getting dead. No. You get dead. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You get dead. Right. Yeah, you don't want nothing. You get dead. Exactly. You don't even Bro. get killed anymore. You just but get what dead. I don't get is what they shot up. What they? What do you mean? What they shot? Like up? the, the, the place? There. Yeah. They, well, it's, it's, it's a it's a party. It was a party. So I don't think it was ever a real argument. I think he just left disgruntled just to have an excuse to come back. Bro, he just wanted to shoot up a place where there was a lot of people. That's the place. That's the thing. Now, now you have to worry about going to the mall, going anywhere where there's a lot of people. You already have to like start looking at your surroundings. This is the world we live in. We have to look at where we're going. We have to be careful of our surroundings constantly because we are not able to protect ourselves. So we have to be able to be able to look around and run run off at any given second because some crazy shit might pop off. We're a few blocks in the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree. Like I know that's a beautiful place to go every every year with a date with your family take pictures now you got to worry about even go to the christmas tree you got to worry about doing your christmas shopping what are we gonna do what are we gonna do stay home i mean no no that's the problem who what are we gonna be hermits we have to we have to watch ourselves we gotta we, we're not allowed to arm ourselves we're we, 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 we're possible victims of everything our pets heads are falling off <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous like why come i can't get be strapped no, no, seriously. No, no. <laughs> Whatever girl, it is, however you word it, <laughs> however you word it. Why come I can't have my own gun? Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no, but, no but really, you're talking about gun laws, and you, you make a very good point, but when they say stricter gun laws, I don't think they mean, I think it means uh, more intense background checks. You know. Well, all these guns One of the cops that was on the show yesterday before I changed the channel, I got news to you. He goes... All the years I was, I was an officer or whatever city I forgot which one it was. He goes, I rarely arrested somebody with that had had bought a had bought a gun illegally, bro. I mean, I wasn't the saint when I was in high school. I had my own handgun. Like you can get your own handgun illegally. What is it with the we have to make it more difficult to buy guns legal? Yeah, 
So guys will get their handguns illegally, bro. It's the yeah, same shit. No, like, if you're in an urban city, you can go get a handgun 100%. off the street, bro. That's not what I'm. So, I know that. I'm just so saying. That's I, what making I, it more difficult to get a gun is still not that difficult. I mean, granted, I haven't. But I think had a gun what, in years. But, but I think you know that's what I'm saying. Ah, gun. About. <laughs> I think that's what they're talking about. <laughs> like, you know, our gun from Wayne's world. Wayne, I got you a gun. No, no, seriously. No, seriously. I don't have a gun. I don't even own a gun. No, but seriously, that you know, again, I. You want these rules to work. You want these laws to work. It just, I just don't feel like they could. I don't feel like they will. Because you have these crazy lunatics who don't care about rules, who don't care about laws. So you have to you have to beat them at their own game almost. And it's a shame. It's a shame. But otherwise, what are we going to do? Otherwise, we're going to be prisoners of our own lives. Well, like, I'll give you a fact. Like I'll, it, I'll give like, you a fact. Think about the kids that are born in this generation. I'll give you like, a I, fact. I, I, people tell me, oh, Paul, you don't want to have kids that... Bro, like, I, get, I, I fear raising and possibly raising a kid in this world. It's crazy. All right, go ahead. Go ahead, Pete. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm what, doing, since I'm, I'm cutting Pete off, go ahead. I'm, what, I'm, doing, I'm doing tomorrow right now. <laughs> go ahead. Now. Go. Um, <laughs> if you notice, a f this is a fact. There's less crime where you're allowed to carry. Yeah. Texas, right. Arizona. You go to a nightclub. You have your gun. You check it in with security. When you leave, you take it with you. Yeah, those states is crazy. Those states that, 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 is that, that never happens. Crime. That never happens. It's just a states. fact. Yeah. Um, because, like he said, it's 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 pretty true and it's obvious. You're gonna be a big tough guy when you feel like you're the only guy that has a gun. But when you know everybody has a gun and it's actually shown, you go to the you go to Walmart in Arizona. And the dude's walking with his family. Oh, in Texas? She's picking out, the like... kid shot her own mom by mistake. Like, a two-year-old reached in and shot the, shot the mom, and the mom had a gun sticking out. The, yeah, that's... I'm saying that's an accident, but I'm yeah. saying had, she had a gun that's on That's a fucking moronic mom. Right, exactly. Another gun with handy right Yeah, but what I'm saying is, you, you walk in Walmart, and you just see them with the fucking carriage pushing pushing groceries or whatever they're getting, and they, they're strapped. You see the gun. You know, they have to reveal it. So if you right. if you think you're a tough no guy, no concealed weapons, right? Right, no yeah. concealed weapons, but you're allowed to carry. So, you know, you're sitting there like, you know what? Instead of road rage, it's all right. You cut me off. It's not a big deal. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> True. Yeah. If you I get right. out, hey. this guy's probably gonna hey. come out. Pull, you know, with his with his gat. Can I say something? Real sure, quick? pal. Yeah. Well, oh, let's please. talk about terrorism and guns and murder. Just made me think about. Christmas time. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, just you made me think about you know Christmas spirit, and uh, you know we got a couple more gifts. We got we got the, we're doing our gift thing, our Amazon gift thing. Yeah, you guys wrote down a few things. Uh, a couple of these are, are classics. Uh, you get the soccer cleats, the Ronaldo soccer cleats, the CR sevens, baby. CR sevens. Those are awesome. What's his underwear too, right? He's got underwear. He does have underwear. <laughs> does. Okay. They don't sell them here. That's not part of our list, but if you want no. the underwear too, go Google that shit. <laughs> no, I didn't, yeah. I, they're not on the list because they don't sell them here, but they sell oh. them in Europe, yeah. Oh, with the, with the fucking they're, hammock? They're cool, man. You got the hammock with the, with the cool, you know, it's got like a breeze technology my in girl's it? Al, my girl's allowed to follow him on Instagram. and I. I That's I nice said, of you. Yeah, I said, check him out in his undies. I said, I like those undies. Father of the year. Like, she was like, oh, yeah, I, uh, those are nice underwear. And meanwhile, she's... Checking out his package and his fucking. <laughs> uh, what? How old's your daughter? No, my girl. I thought you said your daughter. Uh, my daughter. What's wrong with you? No, my girl. Uh. My daughter's nine. She, she don't have Instagram. Um, <laughs> no, my girl. And she was like checking out his fucking washboard stomach. Just like yours. This guy's still eating. Jeez. He's, he's hungry. Yes. Leave him alone. Um, yeah. So. Fruit. Are you done? That's it. You done with your girl <laughs> in the package and Ronaldo? Is she is he on her? Do you guys have a list? The two of you, like he, you could sleep with these famous people, and she could sleep with those famous if people. My girl slept with anybody. I don't care who it is. She's out. She's out where? Like bye, dead? Bye, Felicia. She, she dead? What I say? <laughs> she get dead? She, she get dead? All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, two other gifts are uh, classic uh, DVDs. Raging Bull DVD. Which is, is a classic. If you still have not seen Raging Bull, I don't know what you're waiting for. Right. It's in black and white. Martin Scorsese. I actually wrote a, a report on it in college. I wrote a whole a report on, on the movie. Yeah. What? How you know whenever they shot his wife, they shot her up like she was angelic. They made her look mm. like an angel, and she was always in white. She was angelic. Yeah. Actually, Kathy Moriarty. She was right? pretty hot. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, great. The real big great model was hot too, though. Great movie, great acting. I mean, it's. Uh, you want to see a real boxing movie? That's like. Is there anything that's, better than that? Yeah, that's that's a classic. Yeah. And uh, of course, you got Goodfellas on here, which we yeah, quote that's weekly. What I'm saying. Yeah. You gotta, these, these movies, like we could, you can watch the same movies over them, and over again. You never get tired of them. Yeah, if you don't have them in the house, that's what me and Pete you're do. insane, yeah. right? Exactly. Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, you still haven't watched Easy Money. Oh, I you're right. But I will this after this fight. I will. And you still haven't watched Focus. 
Yeah. All right, guys, for so these three things, CR7 soccer cleats, the Raging Bull, and Goodfellas DVDs, they're going to be linked in uh, the description on play.it for this podcast, this episode. There will be hot links on play.it. Also, if you go to iTunes, you just got to hit view full description. There will be a full click on links there as well. So, yeah, go it's Christmas time. It's you know, a nice if you, gift. If you can't buy a gun, buy a DVD. Yeah. Right? Get some cleats. Put down the guns. Watch Goodfellas. There's enough guns in there. Just love each other. Everybody laugh. Buy have a good Cristiano's time. Cristiano's cleats and kick somebody in the balls. That doesn't Old have a, school. That doesn't have a gun. Yeah. Right. Don't, don't kick no, someone in the balls that has, has a gun. If he has a gun, you're yeah. fucked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of, what was the guy's name that shot everybody yesterday? Saeed Farouk. Saeed Farouk. And you I heard like the, the house be, they had they had more I mean like they had tons of ammo and bombs and all kinds of shit. This company fucking hired Rambo, but <laughs> Saeed Farouk. I hate to like like profile people, but that's Mr. Farouk. That's a, oh, you know no. that's like one of those racial names, profiling. Yeah, man, this is not good. I think we kind of know what you know like not just from his name. I think we went over why. Tashfin Malik as well. Yes. Wow! Yeah, that, you could tell like like I don't want I hate to say it, but you could kind of tell by their names, and you know it's like crazy. Tell what you know what, um, <laughs> Virgin Virgin Airlines, they like they profile man. They'll they'll tell you like you're not getting on the plane, bro. Like what's your name, Saeed? What? Nah, where you going? Nah, <laughs> not today, bro. <laughs> you know, and, and the guys, yeah, yeah, they have like a case right now. This. This lawyer had a name that they it's found. To the point where it's a shame that the world has come to this point. Right, right. What can we do? Why should, why should you know? Better safe than sorry, right? Yeah. <clears throat> That's like we're we're flying. You know, we're gonna fly to 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 London. You know, and um, you know, you say say if we were on an airline that did that, right? That would be that would be. You know, his trainer. My his trainer's, trainer's Egyptian. Did they let him? Egyptian. <laughs> his name is Sharif Yunan. Like, no, but I'm his trainer. Yeah, I know. And I'm Derek Jeter, buddy. Get the fuck out of here. Go ahead. <laughs> I hope that doesn't happen. We'll just have Junior work the corner with Pete. Yeah, but I'm... <laughs> yeah, his name... They're going to stop me when they see my last name. <laughs> no. See, yeah. his name is Junior Yunan. It's not Sharif Yunan Jr. People get confused. His name is Junior Yunan. So, his father named him Junior on his birth certificate. It's not Sharif. You're so smart, Pete. I'm gonna be like, there is no relation. I'm so Please. smart. How do you spell his name, you fucking genius? I'm setting up flight itinerary. This guy's fucking texting me mad while I'm. I'm while, driving, while I'm at, bro. While, while you're driving. You're driving. You you texting him driving? No, no. He's full of shit. You have it stored in your phone that way, you dumb fuck. Who <laughs> no, you kidding? You were driving. Yeah, I know. It's. You're gonna fix the itinerary. His name is spelled S H A R I F. I'm like, no, it's not. Yes, it is. He capitalized the A, and it's, it's not with the E. And he capitalized the E. I'm like, this fucking kid is a moron, man. That's not nice. You're but it so is with the e. dumb. It is with an E. He's telling me it's with an A. Nice. But you don't have to call him names. He's fucking dumb, bro. That's not nice. And the more he makes weight, he gets dumber. Well, yes. I, I, I do. Look and then, like, and then I mean, he's watching <laughs> CNN. I mean, great on top of it. No, then you watch it CNN. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing to yourself? I worry about you. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. You know, I don't want to. Honestly, CNN is not my my regular watch list, but because of all this crazy shit, I feel like I should watch CNN. You know? Don't say watch list here. Yeah, it's, it's too soon. <laughs> no. Well, but honestly, I feel like. I feel like knowledge is power now. You gotta, like, you gotta, you know, we're going to England next week and we're excited about it, but, you know, it's crazy, you know, because now it's a scary. Got the Royal Air, Fa Air Force just bombed Syria. So now, you know, we're going to England and ISIS is making threats to England about. They've know, been what making threats for about three weeks now. I know, but one of these days. We, I just don't want to be there when they actually pull off the threat. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's all. That's all I'm saying. So I, a little Russian roulette, I don't, I don't you know? need that in my life, you know? Like, I'm watching the Italian news today. I'm at my grandfather's house. And the good thing about watching foreign news, like, he gets a satellite from Italy. So he gets, like, legit Italian news. The good thing about watching foreign news is you don't get the full U.S. propaganda. You also get, like, the other versions of, of the news as well. And they were still talking about how Putin is uh, talking about how enough is enough. And we got to stop with the on-the-low support of, uh, of terrorist propaganda. Like, supporting Turkey, who buys oil from ISIS. So we're actually supporting ISIS by supporting Turkey and continuing to allow Turkey to buy oil from ISIS and we're sitting there still protecting that that thing. So it's actually like a, a merry-go-round and no, it's like a circle. It's like yeah, a circle. Well, it never, it never ends. Yeah. <laughs> what was that what movie was that from? Uh, Ch uh, Chuck I and Larry. Pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Yeah, it's like a circle. It's like exactly. a circle. It never ends. Like a triangle have ends. Yeah. It's a circle. It's, it's it's never a, it never ends. Yeah, and that's the problem. And Putin is sitting there like, guys, we need this to end. We we right. make it a triangle. Uh, 
but it's a circle. But it's a circle. But wait, do you think yeah. Putin ever watched I Never Pronounce You, Chuck and Larry? No. Probably not, <laughs> but, but I agree with Putin, though. I, I, Bro, yeah, I think Putin's the man. Like, I think Putin is... You know, the, I wouldn't say he's the man, but... He, <laughs> I don't give a fuck what kind of strict rules he has in this day and age. That's how you have to rule. Yeah, nah, he is. And he doesn't take Paulie's any bullshit. Next is in Russia. Right? He doesn't take any bullshit. Well, you, you'd fight in Russia. Yeah, but you don't know how he I, takes I, care of I don't of know that people. if I'd fight a Russian in Russia, because then I'd have Putin against me. Oh, I don't true. know if Putin is the kind of guy I want against me. Good point. You, know I mean? you don't know how he treats his people, though. You, you, you know, you're talking about him politically. He's saying this particular to, thing. Yes, yes. Oh, yes. of course. I don't know how he course. treats his people, but I don't, I've heard some good. I've heard some bad. Buddy, the I girl I was banging you. in Ukraine has a sister in Moscow. She, right. she never stops raving about how awesome Russia is. Okay? <laughs> so that she would move Yo, there. Yo, Roy but, Jones is a Russian citizen. Exactly. So don't tell me about how Putin. I know. Exactly. Yeah, I know. The, the guys <laughs> they got broke. Roy Jones. Yeah. <laughs> guys broke, guys. He'll fucking do anything. You're going to sit here telling me Obama's better than Putin? Get the no. fuck out of here. No, no, Get no. Get out of here. Not. I want to hear more about this girl from hey, the Ukraine. Let's break about the guy we have instead. <laughs> no, let's no, talk no, about I didn't how, say that. You know, but... That's not all good about Putin, but break about Obama. Yeah, the guy we have is really doing... He's a real winner. I know. They're all a bunch of assholes. We just need some world peace, man. Everybody's got to calm down. We got to kill all these terrorists. That's right? not going to happen. Out. The whole world we peace need, thing? We need Trump. You heard it when we were hanging out. There you go. Bomb. It's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be great. I know. Those people came here when the Soviet Union <laughs> fell. They were talking about Russia now. I know. They're talking about Russia in 1990. No, what they're a, talking about Putin. I know. They're talking about Putin. I know. But they know more than you. Maybe. How long they've been here, though? Forever, but the same exactly. way you watch the news. They were in Russia during the Soviet Union era, bro. They're gonna talk about Russia during the Soviet Union era compared to now. It's not but the same Russia. Why would they be comparing it to? Soviet because that's when they were. That's like the Italians that live here. When we we're Italian, like we we talk about the Italians that live here. They still talk about Italy like it's 1960, bro. But they were talking it, about Putin. They were talking about Putin, yeah. Not you, not about Russia. They were talking about Putin. I know, and I was talking to people about Putin too, and they were telling <laughs> me how awesome it is in Russia. So, like I said. There's some good and some bad, just like in every other opinion of all things in life. Some are going to be good, some are going to be bad. Based on what I've heard and seen and can see with my own eyes, I'd rather have Putin over Obama any day of the week and twice on Sundays. Yeah, sure. I'd rather. Not just for the way he rules, he's stern, he's sure of his decisions, unlike the guy we have who one day he's like this, one day he's like that. And you know what? He don't take no bullshit. He just needs allies like him. He's sitting here like, oh... I have the plan here, guys. What are we doing? <laughs> and the Obama U.S. is playing du- is uh, double-facing it. Let me be the U.S. double-facing <laughs> And the U.S. double-talks him, though. You know what I mean? What did Obama say? He goes, uh, we, we plan to uh, have a, a, a steady plan. Uh, we don't want to put the cattle before the horse. And uh, we actually don't have a plan right now. But we're, we're going to be working that out soon. I'm like... Sounds like Sam Watson. That, is that <laughs> did you just say that publicly as the president of this country? Like he's all checked out, you know, second term. But I'm saying, yeah. but you, I don't care what you are. You know, another thing. Excuse my That's ignorance. That's why second term never give a shit. Nah, anymore, they Ex- can't get a third one anyway. Excuse oh, out. No, excuse my ignorance. This I may be. I may just not know this is like no, a rule. You, but no, seriously, you know. I get an update on my phone yesterday from CNN. It says that England voted. Yeah. Unanimously, to to uh, attack or Syria. Bomb, atta- Syria. bomb Syria. Why? Why is it so public? Anyway, tell everybody. <laughs> hey, we're gonna bomb you! All right, guys, we just voted. We're bombing you guys. Okay, <laughs> and send five. it out. Let everybody know. Why? Why is it like that? <laughs> yeah. Like you know, we watch mobster movies and. Like, people get clipped, and Nobody they never it. fucking the, know about the it. The gun was <laughs> hidden in the bathroom from Michael. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Michael exactly. went in the bathroom and got the gun. Yeah, like, they hit it there. It was a sneak attack. Okay, I Right, Michael Corleone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was back of that. He didn't announce it. guys, I'm going to the bathroom and get a gun, and I'm come back and yeah. shoot you. Ring, ring, ring. Hello? Yeah. Uh, ISIS? Yeah. Okay, listen. This shit is really fucked up. We were talking about it. I don't think there's any other way to resolve it, so we're going to start bombing you motherfuckers. All right? That's it. That's it. I'm tired of the threats and this and that. You know, I'm sending a tweet about it, so you guys are all here about it. Start spreading the word. If you guys want to start putting up a wall or something, whatever you guys do over there, and start building shit. I don't know what you guys do. Sell a little more oil. We'll give you time to prepare for it. Yeah. But just let you know that we're gonna start bombing, motherfucker. Kiss my ass. Click. Fuck you, motherfucker. That's good. You're right. You're right. I'm like with all the announcements. I'm like, why is this on CNN? You and know, then like, anonymous coming out with the video. <laughs> yeah. 
I love those guys. They're the best. That's oh, the, man, hackers that told you, the hackers. The hackers on Twitter. Man. Remember, I told you they they what hacked. Now? They what hacked happened? ISIS. So anytime you, they try to send a, a verified tweet, it played Rick Astley video. Never gonna give you up. <laughs> never gonna give. <laughs> never gonna give. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah. we talked about that. Yeah, yeah, we did talk about they're, that. I don't know what's that. They extent. do better That's job crazy. than our country does. Yeah. Yeah. Slowing them we down. need those guys. Those guys are legit. You know, actually, they are. A lot of them. A lot of them. All time criminals. All criminals we could actually use. Like the all time gangsters. If you would have left them alone, we could probably use them and their intelligence. Their street intelligence but to deal with this shit. Did you see the um, hackers? New time or like modern criminals? We could probably use their intelligence. Go ahead. Did you see the the Gambino? Well, that was a, that was a fucking idiot. <laughs> I know. No, but I know you that saw what guy. he yeah. said. Yeah, I know. But he, well, the Gambino's <laughs> laughing at him. I, I, I can't even take that seriously. <laughs> Come on, bro. I mean, he's, I, that kid is actually like a nice kid. He's like, but he, he, he's too, he reads slow. too many. He reads too many mafia books. Yeah. He's not involved in it at all. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, he just all his knowledge is based on reading. He was <laughs> on the news saying, "We're gonna take the streets I know. I know. by I know. storm." Exactly. That's the that's the whole problem with him. <laughs> he reads too, he reads too many mafia. You watch Goodfellas one too many times. <laughs> <laughs> I got some nice outfits down the, down the alley. Come, yeah. come down the alley. Yeah. What am I going to do with first? It's a dead of summer. What am I going to do with, with come, come on, Come on. Come on. <laughs> we'll try that. Put, we should try put that. them in the freezer. I'm going to hang them with the lo- in the locker with the meat. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Hey, you didn't talk about boxing. Want to talk about some boxing? Yeah, we didn't talk about boxing. Your boy Vladimir, I was thinking about you. Yeah, what's going on with that? We got to talk about that. Fuck you, man. I told you. What are you talking about? You told you. You told me a lot. Yeah, I told you I was going to be Mayweather. No, no, I didn't say that. I made up for my Cotto Canelo prediction. Yeah, Cotto was going to be Canelo. That was a bad one. I made up for it. This kid is. Like, you watch him fight, and you're like, wow, this kid's amazing. Like, he's really good. He must know everything about boxing. I do. You don't know fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> so you we can win the fights, fights you can't house. pick them. You yeah. can win them, you can't no, pick them. we watch fights at the house, and he, we're judging the fights together. Me and Paulie usually are, like, almost the same most of the time. Mm-hmm. And this kid's Hold like... Hold on. I had the same no, score that, for Cotto Canelo as him. Huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, as the fight was going, it was going, seven five. Yeah, yeah, I know. You started to, you started. I to had be, a seven five. Yeah, you started to be like, uh, all right, yeah. because Canelo started taking over. It was seven five. You had it fucking what? Eight four. No. <laughs> Eight no. four. You didn't give Cotto a round, so maybe the fucking sixth round. No, I gave him like the, the third or the fourth, <laughs> no. or whatever it was. But um, you're only as good as your last performance, though. So okay. your last performance was Klitschko. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. You bet Klitschko. Like a motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> and locksmith did. Oh. I did tell Locks. you Fury was gonna win the fight. Yeah. Oh. I gotta be honest. I, as good as your last I put a small wager on Klitschko too. Gotta be honest. I'm sorry, guys. All right, well, I, well, I, if I do that, I would. But I gotta for back Klitschko. on James DeGale that night. So I was yeah, honest. me too. Nice. Yeah. James DeGale. And you know it's chunky. Chunky. Bailed you out. Yeah, he did. And listen, everybody, his fans started hit me up on Twitter. You don't want to give any of us Brits credit. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm the one that's always saying Kel Brook is probably the best out there. Uh, In the James best division. DeGale, James DeGale is a fucking savage. David Hay is one of my favorite fighters. I love British fighters. But I'm sorry. To me, Tyson Fury sucks. He's a big doofus. He's a funny motherfucker. Though. Yeah. He's annoying, though. He just he, comes imagine the hey. press conference between him and Shannon Briggs. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Can you imagine that? <laughs> hey, what was Vladimir doing? I mean, he was just Nothing. Like, but he has, that's what you guys, you know, you give him a lot of credit because he hasn't lost a fight in 11 years. And he's, you say he's very effective. But as a boxing fan, I don't like seeing a guy who's that capable, of, he's so strong, and he's, so, he's uh, too careful, and that's boring. Well, like, his fights have been boring to yeah, me. Yeah, of course. I'm not going to. I'm not gonna take away Paulie's uh, segment on on this part. I'm gonna let him do his thing, and then I'll I'll have my rant. Okay, so I uh, obviously didn't see Klitschko Fury off right when it happened. I was preparing to for the broadcast. I was in Canada at the arena and doing you know we we prep and we do our rehearsals for the broadcast at nighttime. So I was preparing for the Bute the Gale versus Bute card. So I was hearing things about the fight online, on Twitter and whatnot, and you know, then the next day, obviously, there was a lot of talk, and I remember I was a, I was a guest on a BBC radio, 
call the next day, and they had uh, Deontay Wilder on, uh, they had Dan Rayfield on, and they had a few different people on. And I remember Dan Rayfield saying on there how none of them deserved to win because nobody did anything, and it was a very boring fight. Now, a lot of, you know, I'm cool with Dan, but a lot of times I, I tend to disagree with uh, He's his... He's a fucking his, uh, moron. ...with his uh, perception of Don't hold back certain here. fights. So I didn't want to jump the gun. Obviously, as I was imagining what might have happened, I was thinking, you know what... Maybe Klitschko had a bad night because everybody's just saying how it was an, oh, a terrible fight. But when I got home and I actually watched the fight, okay, if you're looking for two guys beating each other up, yeah, okay, maybe well, you didn't get what you wanted. But as I watched the fight, I started realizing that there was a distinct game plan for Tyson Fury. And it, the fight went exactly as he wanted it to go. Tyson Fury never planned to punch a hole through Klitschko or to beat the life out of Klitschko. Maybe he talked that way just to, just to get in Klitschko's mind, maybe to promote the fight or whatnot. But you could tell the way Tyson Fury was fighting, the plan to execute was always to frustrate Klitschko, break his rhythm, take him off his game, and continue to do so. It wasn't to beat the shit out of him. It was to do that, and in doing that, you would beat him with the simple punches, like the long jab, uh, a couple of shots here and there, and uh, yeah, yeah, change a, a couple of slaps here and there. Whatever it was, uh, uh, face was fucked up. Though. When you're six <laughs> foot, head when you're six, when you're six foot ten, when you're six foot ten, whether it's a slap or whether up. it's a punch, it doesn't feel good. All right, <laughs> but but call it right. His face, he said his face was fucked up. That was from headbutts. Forget about the face right. fucked up. Both of their faces are probably fucked up later in the yeah, night. Yeah, when you course. fight with eight and ten ounce gloves, your face is fucked up yeah. six hours after the fight, regardless of how you end up looking like I after saw the both of them after the fights. Okay. They're both fucked up, but okay. those cuts were from A fight from is a fight. Butts. So let's not, we, we don't, we don't, we, let's pretend we did this before. We don't judge whoa, fights whoa, based on, whoa. based on uh, how guys look at the end of fights. We're right. not amateurs here. Right. Okay. So, so forget about judging the fight on based on anybody's face look like after the fight. Judging on what you saw, what we saw, and I, I, what I was seeing was a very well-executed plan by Tyson Fury. And people are going to say, oh, it, was, it, was, it wasn't exciting. It was this. You know what was exciting to me about the fight was the fact that Tyson was able to, every round, consistently execute the game plan and remain disciplined. Because it's not easy to remain that disciplined in front of 65,000 people for 12 rounds straight and, and hold that kind of pace, which is a very non-exciting pace at times, you know? Uh, sometimes you want to bite down and say, you know what, I want to give this more. I want to I step on the gas a little more. But stepping on the gas a little more would have been against the game plan, against the run of play that Fury had planned. So I have to say, Fury, for me, boxed very well. And when I watched the fight, I just thought about what everybody had said, and I said, it's just unfortunate. Most people don't know shit about boxing. You know, this wasn't a Because everybody that watches a boxing match is always looking for somebody to get their ass kicked. And sometimes in boxing, you don't win based on somebody getting their ass kicked. You win on, so on somebody pecking away and disrupting rhythm. And even pecking away, guys, punches are punches are punches, and they all hurt. Maybe guys who throw bombs hurt more than others, but no punches tickle. Which is why we do the fighting, and 99.9% .9 of you watch instead of fight. That's my... That's my uh, that's my uh, breakdown of Tyson Fury versus Klitschko, and I thought Tyson did a very, very good job. Um, again, was the most exciting fight? No. But for me, it was exciting because I, as a fighter, I understood exactly what he was doing, and just watching him pull it off every single round and being intelligent about it, and he was able to do it the whole way, I, I, I remain impressed. He's still moving think, the whole but, fight. Uh, wait a so, second. Yes. No, wait a second. <clears throat> You're right, but Vlad made it fucking easy. No, Tyson made no. it hard. No, no. He didn't hold his fucking ground ever. It's not easy to hold your ground when you get a guy who sometimes is punching, sometimes and, he's not. Sometimes he's he changing. Have the he's height changing. This time. He's changing. He's changing stances. He doesn't have the height to hold his ground. There's a lot that goes into holding your ground. You also get a Tyson Fury that's not always committing. So holding your ground only works if the guy's committing on his offense. You know what I mean? Tyson's not always committing. So holding your ground with a catch and shoot or, or that kind of that kind of uh, mentality is still going to be difficult when a guy's not committing enough and he's taller than you. You know what I mean? So again, you know, then you pick your st your spot to hold your ground and he doesn't he doesn't step in enough. Then you don't hold your ground and maybe he steps in that time and you're like, man, I should have held my ground. So it's a lot that goes on because every single exchange is different. It's a different way of Tyson stepping in. Tyson's varying the way he's stepping in. Tyson is also changing stances, which looks like for no apparent reason, but it was for a very good reason. Even if he wasn't doing anything out of the south. Since. Just the fact that he was changing angles. 
even defensively, he was changing angles. He would step in and put his head in, in Vladimir's chest, and but now he wouldn't really work. He would just force Vladimir to step back because his head was down underneath Vladimir in his chest. So Vladimir wanted to step back to create punching room. Then Tyson would come back out. Because he got butted. Yeah. And then Tyson would step back out. Now Tyson's a taller guy. He steps back out. Now up top to Vladimir and I have to step back Start in. Again, yeah. Now he lost the ground. I mean, so there's a lot of ways of, of gaining real estate, a lot of crafty, subtle ways to gain real estate that don't involve always punching a guy in the face. There's a, a craftiness involved in there. And unfortunately, there are guys that watch boxing every fucking week that don't get it. They just don't get it. You know what I mean? And those are the things Tyson was doing. You would expect everything to affect a fight is to be a punch. And everything that affects a fight is not always a punch. And Tyson Fury demonstrated the subtle things, subtle ways of winning rounds, of winning a fight. And of course, he mixed in some punches. But you know what was crazy? When Vlad... <laughs> some punches. Vlad, yeah, of course. The punches at the end of the day. You have to mix in some punches. <laughs> no, fight. But you notice Vlad in the 12th? All of a sudden, he had a sense of urgency. <laughs> but yeah. like, dude, we're, you wait to the 12th round? Yeah, Why? Where, where's but that sense also, of urgency? Yeah. In the second half of the but fight? I, 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 that, that, that works both ways. Because Tyson Fury also knows he's got the fight won. So he's going to take even less chances. So but, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe Klitschko, you say, oh, Klitschko could have done this the whole fight. Could he have? Or was Tyson just himself off the gas pedal? Because I put myself in Tyson's shoes in round 12. No, After I've done a masterpiece of a job, I'm not going to take a risk in round 12. I'm going to let you take the risk in round 12. Right, but if but he was just trying. Like, right. jumping yeah. in with the hooks. Yeah. Wait, he, he was hesitant the whole time. Well, that's why we got a rematch now. Well, so it's, it's not a, like he it, was landing them, though. Yeah, but it's He landed It'll be interesting, though, because that's why we got the rematch. And, I, and I, you know what? I look forward to the rematch. I right? just look What's at it like... I just look at it like... I'm sorry, Seth. You got to But... You're a champ for this many years, and you're literally letting it slip away, and you're not doing it. no adjustments. No sense of all. urgency. There's no, no there's sense, no of, sense urgency. of urgency. But like Paulie's saying, it's 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 easy. It's easy for us as viewers to say, "Oh, he could be doing this. He should be doing that." When the guy's fainting you and changing the distance and changing his rhythm and and giving you different looks, it is hard. But you got to do something. Try. Yeah, you got to do something. And, you know, there's been times where you said... Take a risk. Yeah, you said, you know he what, at trying. the end That's of the thing, day... He was trying. He was he just wasn't. misstepping. He was misstepping. He was stepping in when he should have stepped out. He was stepping out when he should have stepped in. He was trying. He was confused. He was so he was overthinking. It got to the point when you're frustrated, you overthink, and you just make the wrong you make the wrong moves. It's not that you're not trying. You're making the wrong moves out of frustration. Oh, he was very frustrated. And then, when you make the wrong moves, you can't throw a punch oh, in that wait, wrong wait, move. wait, wait. Oh, that's another one. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is great. <laughs> you would think I know he's your fucking guy He's my guy too But Jesus Christ Is he ever gonna correct somebody Or does he not get it himself Roy Jones goes along with Max Kellum And Max Kellum is like Roy I think at this point It's like muscle memory Vladimir's so used to going backward That when They're on the inside He's not working because he's not he's used to always holding and, and you know so muscle memory he he's not used to this and Roy's like yeah that's right 100% he 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 you want always the bigger guy who who tying the guy up I'm like what the fuck are you guys talking about muscle memory <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck does that have to do with anything yeah that's pretty dumb it doesn't even make sense and Roy is a, one of the best pound for pound fighters ever he doesn't say Max, no, he's actually very frustrated, so he's he's like... He might have woke Roy up from a nap at that point. Right, well, Roy might have been taking a little, a little nap. He might have. He you know. might have. What were you going to say, bro? Uh, I don't remember. No, I, I, was, <laughs> I said it. I said he didn't have a sense of urgency. Like, where he had the last round, he started throwing punches. Like, I understand what Paulie... And I, it's, I feel like I'm being educated. What Paulie says yeah. makes a lot of sense, and Tyson had a great game plan. I also thought he was psychologically getting in the head of Klitschko oh, yeah, the whole yeah, fight. Yeah. Just messing with him, and I thought it worked. But that shouldn't work. I'm sorry. I think should, it, it shouldn't work. You know what when plays you've been a big fighting factor, that though? This but, it long? Did, but it did. Yeah, and you're in Germany. Those people there for you, the guy fucking talking to you or, or whatever he's doing, that shouldn't get in your head. I'm sorry. You're 39 years old. You've been doing this for a long fucking time. What plays yeah, a big it, factor it, into it, though, is he's a heavyweight and he looks for one big shot. He's not... He doesn't... I don't think he, he wasn't does. Gonna, he wasn't going to throw a... Combinations, you Vlad? feel me? Like you don't see him throw like a three, Vlad. four, five punch combination. Of course, you know. So his but urgency was there was no setup. Was, his ur- like, but there was no setup at all. But there's usually never a setup. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a stiff it's jab. It's a timing, and He's then a, a timing. boom, yeah, right hand. Of course, 
But how come? Where was where was the jabs to the body? Where was the jabs to the shoulder? Do you guys you remember know, before you got was just, out? Didn't have the height. It was just a right hand just to touch him, and then and then pop a, a jab straight straight forward to close the distance. But, he didn't have any fucking. He had the guy on the ropes and let him out every time. But do you guys remember but when again, he was on the ropes? Was when Fury was going left, he was yeah, going he right. Was, he was put. He, he was, was putting his head down moves. in his chest. When you, when a guy puts his head down in your chest, your automatic instinct is either to lean on him or to step back and create that room. Because by putting his head in your chest, he's taking away your punching space. So you either lean on his head and force a break, or if you want to continue the action, because now you're behind. And this is why Klitschko wasn't pushing him down. Sometimes he's stepping back because he doesn't want to waste time getting in that clinch. That's what I mean about Klitschko was trying. He's stepping back. Trying to create that punching room instantly instead of waiting on a break. But when he would step back, Fury would just pop right back up to where he just was and step out. So again, it was the disruption of rhythm, of timing. And I thought Fury did a magnificent job. Maybe it wasn't it wasn't the most exciting for some people. It was hard was. to understand for most people. Yeah, of course. But it was very well executed. And if let me tell you something, if Tyson Fury could have pictured the fight in his mind, the way he had planned it. And the way it would go if he was a perfect knight, that's exactly what he had planned. He didn't have planned to walk through Klitschko and knock him out. He didn't have planned to put on this spectacular performance. What he had planned was exactly what he did. He executed it to a T. Well, you know what? I, I'll give him credit for one thing. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe two things. Well, it's undefeated. Fuck that. He sucks, dude. But listen. <laughs> he, he, no. He called them out on their shit. Um, they, had, they had like five inches of... of Extra thick foam well, padding. Yeah, yeah. Klitschko likes for you to stand yeah. there so he can so, dictate. Well, that also shows you that Tyson had no plans to to sit there and slug anyway. So yeah, because he wanted that. Box yeah, he wanted. The, he wanted. But it's crazy because Klitschko does this more than you, we assume. Like you know, unfortunately with boxing, there's no rules, so the rings can be different sizes. The foam on the and the padding on the canvas can be different in different spots. But when I worked Saddam Ali's fight, when I worked Saddam Ali's fight on the undercard, the co-main event of Vladimir Klitschko versus Brian Jennings, I walked into the ring with Saddam. The only time I had seen a ring that soft was when I fought Miguel Cotto. Mm -hmm. Like, you literally stepped in the ring for Saddam's fight against uh, Angelo Santana. Was Angelo Santana? And and Francisco Santana? Francisco whatever his name was it was on a co-feature of of Vladimir yeah. Klitschko and, Der- and uh, Brian, Brian Jennings. Jennings, bro. I was like, wow, this thing's like quicksand. Mm-hmm. This is uh, this is like legit like kills your legs in two rounds type. You of could a thing. take a nap. It's like a, a yeah. silly posture. Like I was like, wow, I, what a bunch of scumbags they are, at Madison Square Garden. That they the both times I've seen these soft ash soft ash rings has been at Madison Square Garden both times. But anyway, forget about them because we're not even talking about them. The bottom line is obviously Klitschko was doing this in Germany too. Unlike the team I had when I fought Miguel Cotto, though, Tyson Fury has a team that actually fought for him. And they fought for him, and what happened, That's Pete? one thing I like. They actually got to the point where they said, then the fight's off. And yeah. they were at a standstill. Change the, change the padding, the they foam in the, the ring. They took the fucking padding out. Yeah. And, so I, know I, about and that. the padding yeah. has to be normal. We're not saying there's no padding in the ring. All rings have some sort of padding. It's for safety. It has to be it's normal padding, though. It's for safety. For, because if a guy gets knocked out cold, he falls on the padding, and he doesn't fall on a piece of wood. It's a not piece to, of plywood. It's not to alter It's not your to alter movement. the movement. Right. Yeah, exactly. So they what they do, they, they force them to change the padding to a normal padding in the boxing ring. What is normal? Normal is like where you don't feel like you're in quicksand when you step in. Two an inch, maybe two. Yeah. This is five. Not nah, even versus, two is a lot. Yeah, versus, I, I would say an inch. Say an inch. Because yeah. it's 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 like plywood underneath, and, and then you gotta yeah. put a piece of padding. And then you put padding. So because it, it but, ha- but plywood props, gives you that little um, props balance. to Tyson Fury and his team. Because when I fought Cotto, I didn't know that these things happened. You know, I, I I literally found out when I stepped in the ring. And I was like, whoa, this thing is soft. And earlier that day, my brother had called me, oh, I was say, we me found and Peter out a little bit earlier, about the yeah. size of the ring. Um, he had called me and Peter, uh, and he said, uh, bro, this, I'm at the garden right now. It was like lunchtime. And he's like, this is like the smallest ring I've ever seen. You know, just, you should tell, you know, you guys, we should get on this, man. Paulie shouldn't be fighting Cotto in this ring tonight. And uh, I made a phone call. Paulie, and Peter uh, calls um, my one of my many winners that I've had involved on my team <laughs> that, you know, we uh, are this is why through the anymore. years you evolve as a fighter and as an intelligent person because you you go from one dumbass to the next on your team. So Peter calls my manager at the time. Go ahead. And uh, I was basically the long and short of it was told. Uh, well, it's fight day, buddy. We got to fight. Yeah, I'm like, like buddy. I don't need this. He don't, I don't need this. He like, don't give a shit. Right? He just yeah. wants his percent. Yeah, he goes. I don't need this, buddy. We 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 got to fight, and it's fight day. Of course you don't need this, bro. Paulie's You're not the one getting in the ring with the killer. Paulie's you know I mean? brother's calling me. I'm like, yeah, that's why I'm calling you because I spoke to him. 
So, you know, I, I just told Peter, I, I remember telling Peter, you know what, we got to fight, we got to fight, screw it, you know, let's do it. But, you know, ultimately in a fight that was decided by three or four points at the end of it, and, uh, you know, it was, it, it, you never know uh, what what could be or not be. So, your team taking care and of And that brings up my original point. Yeah. The way you fought Cotto, Vlad could have showed a little bit more fucking balls, bro. I'm sorry. Again, Vlad Try tried. a little harder. A little whatever, harder. Whatever the case is. He's fought like obviously, knocked obviously out. that particular manager is long gone from my team, yes. as, as are many people through the years. So and, and credit to Tyson had, Fury's team. Credit to Tyson Fury and his team who... In their first mega fight like this, yeah, stood their ground. Didn't didn't <laughs> didn't back off and get intimidated, but stood their ground. Did fought for their guy, even if he was payday. a big underdog. <laughs> fought for their guy, even if he was a big underdog, because they knew that if their guy could win, they'd have hit the lotto ticket. Unlike my team back then, who were basically proved to me that showed up for a check. And didn't want to risk the fight falling through on the day of the fight and not get a check. So instead of thinking, well, let's give our guy a best chance to win, let's just now nah, let's just collect this check and we'll go home because you know we don't care if Paulie wins or not. We he probably can't win. So credit to Tyson Fury team for believing in him, arguing with him, going to bat for him, and allowing him to execute that full game plan on fight night and uh, and winning the heavyweight championship of the world. And that's why we're talking about this right now is because Tyson Fury is the heavyweight champion of the world. He did. And he, there's a he lot won of, it. There's, and a, there's one thing that people are going to say, oh, like somebody like Dan Ray feels a moron. Oh, I don't think anybody won the fight because nothing happened. Tyson won almost every fucking round. No doubt. There's no doubt about it. Even though I don't like the guy, some people just rub me the wrong way. He happens to. He won almost every fucking round. Who's going to win the rematch? Wait, before I get to that. Okay. <laughs> he, there's a list full of people that knock him the fuck out. I don't care, disagree with me or not. Anthony Joshua is still young and up and coming. He knocks him out within a few rounds. <laughs> David Hay, thank you for that. You want to wipe that on my face? Um, David Hay, hey. is coming is is making a comeback. Um, obviously the the height differences. There's a tremendous gap, but as far as talent, athletic ability, you've never seen a six foot three guy like David Hay. No. David Hay will starch him and fucking crush him. I think, I think the size is a, a great a great fight and an exciting fight would be Deontay Wilder and Fury. And I lean towards Deontay Wilder. And I'll tell you why. Because he takes chances. It may get him fucking hurt himself. But he's going to go in there throwing fucking punches. And it's going to put pressure on Fury. He's not going to have this 12 rounds of having to only defend against fucking 40 punches in 12 rounds. No. It's going to be tw 20 punches a round. Easy. And that's a big difference. It's, a, it's an uncomfortable pace. And that's not something that I think he can handle. That's the difference. He gets his fucking ass kicked by all those guys. Credit to him, he won. Whatever his game plan was, he did it. And uh, to me, like I said, I thought it, it's really fault to Vlad and not discredit Tyson. Because Tyson, whatever game plan you come up with your team, he achieved it. I, I fault Vlad for fucking just basically letting his title just go to go to waste like that. But um, I see a lot of people that, that beat Tyson. It says Joshua spa, uh, sparred with a Fury and... and Bashed him up a little bit in sparring. Of course he did. Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? You know it's a good heavyweight fight? What? David Hay, Brian Jennings. It is. It is a good heavyweight fight. That's Brian Jennings fight. is fighting uh, He's fighting the Cuban. Yeah, yeah, that's a good fight too. Mm -hmm. That's a good fight. What fights we got this coming up? Coming David up. Hay has a good fight at the old Quill and Arena. Jacobs. Um, when is this fight? The week after hours. Oh, nice. 19th. Oh, so, it may, oh, it might be in January. I'm sorry. Don't quote yeah, me. Yeah, don't I quote me. It probably is in January. Anyway, we have a big fight this weekend in uh, Barclay Center. I'm working it. Uh, I actually have to go to a Showtime production meeting right after this. It's uh, uh, Quillen versus Jacobs. And, uh, you know, we got some good That's fights a, on the undercard. Oh. Chris Algeria versus Eric Bonet. Will Rosinski versus Joe Smith, a big local grudge match. And uh, Jesus Cuellar against uh, Jonathan Akendo. So it's a good card. Everybody tune in. I got to get out of here. Honestly, we have to get out of here. We got a... We got a. Uh, I think I got a production meeting to get to. I think the whole card, like we know everybody on the card. Yeah, well, that's usually the case with local you know? cards like this. Yeah, 
I'm excited about it. We are. And on that note, we're going to wrap up episode 32. We gave you a little bit of politics. We gave you a little bit of boxing. Next week, we're going to attempt to try to give you an episode right after my weigh-in because I definitely won't be able to talk before the weigh-in. We'll be watching Champions League in London. Well, me and Junior will. Peter won't get to London until oh, before, later in the week. Before we leave, uh, I was showing you something before. Well, 16 doing? FIFA officials indicted. Oh, in we're going to get to that. On charges including yeah. racketeering, money laundering, We're gonna get and to that. wire fraud. We'll get to that on another episode for sure. Da, 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 these, guys, these, da, da, guys wanna also, <laughs> these guys want to also expand gifts. the World Cup to 40 teams. Don't forget Bunch about the gifts. Scumbags. Go ahead. Don't forget Close about the us out with the gifts. Close out gifts. with the gifts. Uh, so get the CX-7 Ronaldo soccer cleats. CR-7. CR-7? CR-7. CR-X. It's his initials, bro. It's not that hard. What's his name? Cristiano. What sport does he play? Ronaldo. Yeah. Soccer cleats. You score like seven goals. You wear these Football. cleats. Boom. Guaranteed. Except if you're sugar. Yeah. Raging. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. Raging, Raging Bull DVD. Goodfellas DVD. These links are hot in our description if you're on Raging iTunes. Raging Bull DVD. My girl was warming me up pasta the other day. I said, oh, oh. you overcook it. It's no good. Defeats its own purpose. Bring it over. Bring it over. <laughs> it's like a piece of charcoal. Bring it over here. <laughs> anyway. He's training for a fight, right? He's training. Oh, he's all yeah, he, oh, was. he was done, actually. And for iTunes, you hit uh, view full description. You'll see the links in there. Boom. On Boom. that note, that's episode 32. We'll see you next week for episode 33 from London. We're going to try to do it after the weigh-in, if we can. Later. We'll try our best, mates.